everyone. I am Natasha Thompson Divine, and this is my show. Um, I wanted to apologize that I have not done a stream in over a week. Uh, obviously, if you follow me, you pay attention. Obviously, you know, um, I'm Jewish. The high holidays were just recently. Um, it's still technically a holiday right now. It's Sukkot. Um, but we had Yom Kippur and we had Rosh Hashanah. Uh, and now it is the new year, 5783. So since I have live streamed last, a lot of exciting shit has happened, right? Um, well, for one, let's go in chronological order. Uh, there was the District 17 debate, which, of course, was my idea. And, of course, they did not invite me to. I went on Twitter and contacted the League of Women Voters, who was who ended up putting on the event, uh, and asked them to host a debate for District 17 between me, Eric Sorensen, the Democrat, and the Republican, Esther Joy King. A few days after that, apparently a debate got scheduled. Yet, I never got an invite. So when they tweeted, hey, we're having the debate tonight, I realized they were having it, of course, in my town, Peoria. So I went on down there and, uh, well, this is what happened. Because of drug addiction, we need to make sure that our first responders and our police are fully on it. And Esther, she might be. putting those words in my mouth. I have an important question. Do either of you have any position that it doesn't come down from the top of the party line? And that's an original thought from either one of your heads. I'm Natasha Thompson Devine. I'm running as a third party candidate. I wasn't invited to the debate. Um, I am running as a write in in this district, and I represent regular people on the street. I'm running a zero dollar campaign, which means, unlike these two, I'm not beholden to any donors or anybody's paying me money, or I don't have anybody above me except the Constitution telling me what. I'm supposed no, to go no, out there and say in front of people. You're listening to two parties. This is one person. These are parties. They're going to kick me out now. But just remember, when you vote for either party, you're voting for parties. You're voting for people in Washington. People have been taking your money for years. Years they've been taking your money. My money, your kids' money, your kids' future. Write in Natasha Thompson Devine. Independence is the way to go. You know, Rash was a free speech, right? Especially in the political realm. Well, you disrupted their events. They, they were made it very clear at the beginning of this that there was no commentary from the audience. Right, but I'm not the audience. I'm the third candidate who they didn't invite to the debate. It's a little That's bit right. of a difference between me and the not, audience. Not, not from my perspective. Absolutely. These officers are going to walk with you out of the building, okay? Uh, yes, right. I imagine that's what they're here for, yes. Thank you. Mm -hmm. So in case you were not able to hear 
I'm now banned from Bradley University properties. Uh, and if I come back, it's considered trespassing, apparently. You know, free speech uh, is not allowed. It's when they have an event where they specify that the audience is not to make any commentary. When I clarify, well, I I'm technically a candidate, not part of the audience. Um, well, they mean candidates who are invited to participate, obviously. <laughs> so, I heard an uproar of applause from the audience, and that's all I needed to hear to know that there's people out there that know I'm right. They know what I'm talking about. They know that this is all bullshit. You can't represent the GOP or the DNC and also represent the people. The conflict of interest. And uh, that's about the size of it. I uh, think it's pretty funny how neither of them had anything to say in regards to my question. Regarding an original thought. You know why? Because the original thought would have been required to answer such a question. And neither of them had such a thing. It has a little Bradley University logo on it. Uh, I'm banned from now. But I think it was worth it because um, I made some people think, hopefully. I heard those clapping hands and maybe they'll hear the message, man. The message is that we need the people's voice. We don't need a bunch of assholes that already worked for the government in one capacity or another, or the media. We don't need them dictating down to us a parroted script from somebody above them. Hopefully that'll get on the news or something like that. But even if they silence it, everybody in that room heard what I had to say tonight. So fuck the parties. Fuck the Democrats. Fuck the GOP. To hell with all of them. But I just wanted to let y'all know that the populist voice is rising. We're not going to be dictated to anymore. You can kick me off of every fucking university property in this country. I don't care. I'm still going to say my message. Good night, folks. So, as you saw there, uh, the establishment parties uh, essentially were gathering together uh, and forming the ubiquitous uniparty against the common people. Um, oh, and by the way, if I can get a sponsorship, I'm smoking hemp rolls today. You guys want to sponsor me or something? Anyway, um, this leads me right into what's been happening since then, which is fucking Democrats and Republicans trying to fucking push us into war with Russia. 
I'm not a big fan of Russia. Uh, their language is a little weird. Uh, the weed is not legal. So, I mean, fuck that. But, I mean, look how many places weed is not legal in America. Um, there's a lot of problems with Russia. But there's some more problems with the fucking Ukraine. One of them being that they're dependent on the United States with all their big, bad talk about how they're going to defeat Russia and all this shit. They don't have shit. They have our money. They have our backing. And that is what keeps these motherfuckers going. That is what's keeping this war going. So, obviously, there's a bridge in Crimea bombed, possibly with American help after the Nord Stream fiasco, which possibly was America's as well. Uh, and the Russians obviously retaliated and hit Kiev. So, Ukrainian Nazis was trending on Twitter. I happened to grab onto that trending topic because I was happy to see that trending. And I got, uh, a, I guess, a semi-popular tweet or whatever. I got a lot of traction, as they call it, with people retweeting it and commenting and stuff. And, of course, it drew in tons and tons and tons of pro-Ukraine, pro-war trolls. Um. Number one, the majority of the trolls are not American. They spell paycheck with a Q-U-E. When you suggest that they're being paid by some government, they say, where's my paycheck? <laughs> so uh, there's that. And um, I tweeted tonight for these warmonger trolls that I'm going to be doing a live stream. And if you have some reasons, real reasons, that you want to tell me why I should be supporting Ukraine as an American Jew, black person, liberty person, constitutionalist, uh, any of the parts of my identity, I don't see any reason to suggest that I should support financially or politically the Ukraine. Um, but if you have such a reasoning for me, I'm willing to hear it out. Um, and of course, you can give a call in if you like. The phone number is 515-602-9751. Um, I don't imagine any of them are going to call because they're all using online translators uh, to type. You can clearly see the grammatical errors. You can clearly see the spelling differences. You can see basically they're not Americans, okay? You can tell by the way people type that they're not Americans, but yet they're telling you that we're supposed to send our American tax dollars to support some fucking corrupt-ass European country. First of all, fuck all of Europe, by the way. Um, but the government in all of Europe is already disgusting to any true American's sensibilities. To specify down to the most corrupt country in Europe, the Ukraine, and say that we must financially support 
their war effort while they continually provoke the bigger dog. I don't support it. Now, to clarify, and I know some people think that, you know, oh, you're a Zionist, you want us to send money to Israel, but not to the Ukraine. I don't want us to send any fucking money to Israel. If you pay attention to me and the things that I write and the things that I say in previous episodes of my show, I am against all fucking foreign aid, period. Now, protectorates are a gray area. Frankly, we could debate that out uh, on the floor because there are good things about protectorates, for example, like Puerto Rico, and there are some definitely bad things. Um, so when I say zero foreign aid, I'm talking to any about any place that's literally completely foreign outside the United States. We can still fund, fund our protectorates to some degree, uh, but I'd like to, I, I really would like to get into the debate on that as a separate issue. Uh, but if you're not one of our protectorates, you're not one of our states, you're not part of the United States in any way, shape, or form, you cannot vote in the United States, get the fuck off my dime now. Period. I don't care how much I love your language or your culture or your fucking hats or whatever. Fuck you, money-wise, okay? That's the way it goes. Because you know what? Foreign aid is not in the fucking Constitution, all right? And the Constitution is what this here country is supposed to be run on. Now, I know that a lot of people have issues with slavery when the Constitution was written. Well, there was bad things at every time in history. There's slavery now in the world, just not in this country, uh, legally. Uh, but when it comes down to it, what they were fighting for in 1776 is what we're supposed to be living out today. And we're not. We have these fucking Democrats and Republicans working against the people, and now they send Tulsi Gabbard off of the Democrats, and she's going to become an independent. How much you trust that shit? Really? How much do you trust it? She voted for impeachment twice. She's also pro-abortion. She, I mean, she doesn't have too many positions that deviate from the normal uniparty positions. She's saying that, oh, I have a couple ideas that maybe some Republicans will vote on. Well, so, you know, every Republican has one idea that a Democrat would vote on, and every Democrat has one idea that a Republican will vote on. But does it make you an independent if you really are adhering still basically to the party line, which is, is what she has done so far. She's just spoken out uh, against the cultural aspect of her party, the woke things, and the, and she's spoken out against the war. And I appreciate anybody speaking out against the war. However, I still don't believe she's truly independent. Um, now, I used to be involved with the Republicans. People may question and say, are you truly independent? Uh, but the fact of the matter is I never got any fucking support from the Republicans. I went in there and tried to bring back my constitutionalist viewpoint back into the Republican Party. And as you fucking see by Patch McCain and all these other dick bags that are out there trying to push us into nuclear war, it obviously didn't fucking work. All right. And uh, 
the parties are too entrenched, too much money is wrapped up, too many bullshit people's paychecks are wrapped up in the uniparty, period. You cannot go out there today and find somebody affiliated with the Republicans or the Democrats that isn't pushing something that's completely unconstitutional. Simple as. Both fucking sides. All right? Um, all these people want to take us into war and the trolling is so pitiful because they primarily just call you stupid or call you a Nazi or call you a Russian bot. They really don't have any debate points on, well, let me explain to you, this is what's really happening in the Ukraine and uh, you're misunderstanding because of this, this and that reason. They're not actually Nazis. Uh, this is this and here's proof. No one has provided such proof. All they can do is show me some Russian skinhead or Russian bonehead or random Russian person and say this person's a Nazi without really any proof other than like one random video a guy posted to me of literal Nazi skinheads in their house. What does that have to do with the war effort? There's some people in their house being racist. I don't fucking care about that. What does that tell me? That Does that tell me that, that Russia is a Nazi country? No, it tells me that it has neo-Nazis in it, which is the case of literally every fucking country. So anyway... Um, it gets crazy, though, because the kicker is that these fucks that are trolling for the Ukraine are doing nothing to help the people of the Ukraine. That's the kicker. They will sit all day and call everybody a MAGA fascist, uh, a, a, a scumbag Republicans, even if you're not a Republican, they're going to assume that you love Putin and you want to fucking kiss Trump's ass and all this stuff. Uh, and they're going to throw all that at you and try to gaslight you about your supposed identity rather than bringing up one fucking reason why Americans should be monetarily supporting the goddamn son of a bitch Ukraine. All day long, they'll call you a loser with a Z. They'll call you a, 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 a some shit, you know, in Ukrainian, or they'll type to you in Russian and expect that you know how to fucking read it because it's like, are you apparently a Russian or, you know? And it's like, they are really making it worse for the fucking Ukraine. I don't know if they're noticing, but every time they have a huge push on Twitter for the pro-Ukraine shit, the fucking Ukraine ends up getting bombed by the Russians. So I think that it's not working out that well. Whatever their plan is to as a troll farm is really backfiring because um, they're not making the Ukraine look good. They're not making it look cool. And they're literally not even adding to the conversation. They're not adding to the debate. All they throw is insults, childish stuff like, hey, here's a nice cup of shut the fuck up memes, like from, you know, MySpace days and shit, like fucking boomer tier memes, like, you are a dumbass. And it's like, if you spoke English, you would realize how fucking stupid your memes look. 
you know, but they don't, so they don't. I don't know what to say about it really, other than stop. Just stop. You're not helping the people of Ukraine. The people of Ukraine are being abused by their fucking corrupt ass government. They're being tested on uh, and it, investigating Slavic DNA by fucking United States run bio labs over there. What, that's cool. That's okay. Oh, well, we're sending them guns now. It's okay that we've been experimenting on them for fucking 10 years. What? Are you kidding me? These people are being forced into fucking fighting. They got child soldiers. It's a fucking hot mess. They need to just fucking come to the table and negotiate. And then I had somebody tell me on Twitter that they've been trying to tell people to negotiate, but there's actually people in the West who are ready to die for this dumb shit and believe that a nuclear Armageddon would be superior than the Ukes giving up. They should never stop fighting the aggressor. These motherfuckers are really ready for nuclear fucking Armageddon to defend a country that before the fucking Soviet Union created it, it didn't even have a, a language. You know, we call it Ukrainian language. That's made up by the Soviet Union. Do some research. They created local cultural touchstones for each territory that the Soviets covered. In the Ukraine, they did not have a unique local language. So the Soviet Union created this fucking language. So you got guys out here who are straight up Nazi nationalists for a language that was created by the communists. Not to mention that Bandera was a fucking Nazi collaborator who thought he was more pure than the Nazis. The uh, Banderists got ended up being killed by the Nazis because they thought that they were better and a higher race than the Nazis. That's how Nazi they were. Okay, they thought they were racially superior to the Nazis. Okay, and um, why are we sending these guys money? I have no fucking idea. It's Obvious, you know, we talked, I've talked many times about the background of the war and Burisma, all the different scandals, but the stuff that's come out since the Russia has invaded, it makes all that pale in comparison. Really, when we look at these bio labs and how everybody just kind of stopped talking about that and they wanted to focus on how terrible Russia was. And uh, and let's all look at Zelensky on the green screen getting, uh, you know, image mapped for video games and holograms and stuff. And what? First of all, I'm, I'm oh, we have 90 seconds left to call in. Um, we 
we don't know, I don't know anyway, why American citizens should be sending a dollar to the basically the human trafficking capital where we're testing on Slavic DNA and making diseases, all of this shit. And I started thinking, why are we really getting involved in this? Yeah, Joe Biden people, Pelosi people, they're all wrapped up in the energy business in the Ukraine and stuff. But in the end, the energy companies are going to lose a little bit of money, right? Because to keep getting fucking blown up. Um, so what's the real deal? You know, it can't just be the money, right? It's got to be more than the fucking money. So let me think about it. Biolabs. What's more important than money? What's happened in the last couple of years that's more important, that's bigger than any business investment? And will also drag us into the war. What would be, oh, I get it. So here's my theory. Now, I don't have any proof of this, but obviously I can't get in these fucking labs, so I can't get proof of this. But my theory is that COVID came from the fucking Ukraine, not China. That's what all this shit is. I just got a gut fucking feeling about it. That's what I believe. I can't prove it right now. Maybe eventually information will come out that I can prove it the same way the information came out that I believed that the jab had not been tested for transmission and that fucking came out to be true as well. So COVID, in my mind, was made in a fucking Ukrainian bio lab and covering that up is priceless. Priceless. You will never, ever, 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 ever offer somebody a pile of money and then think that they're just gonna it's gonna be okay if they just go to prison and and, and get and lose all the money. No, these people don't want to go to fucking prison. Forget all the money, they're already rich. But if they end up in prison, that's a different life, isn't it? They don't want to go to fucking jail. They don't want to be exposed. They don't want to lose their jobs. They don't want a worldwide fucking revolution if they find out about this shit. You know, we've been blaming China, right? I believed it at first that it was China because, number one, the illness wasn't all it was cracked up to be, just like most Chinese products. It didn't last as long or wasn't as strong as, as they claimed. Secondly, the timing, right after the Hong Kong protests and all that stuff, I thought, oh, yeah, China's trying to shut down the world from helping Hong Kong with this virus shit. But that's really the only reasoning for China to have been involved. But if we're talking about testing different types of DNA for resistance to different type of viruses, and then we found out that the COVID-19 genetic code has an HIV insertion. Huh. 
Well, the Ukraine is a perfect place for that because the human trafficking is so bad that they have to have signs at every port warning about how to avoid human trafficking stuff because people just snatch people up there worse than they do over here. I mean, it's bad here, but it's, ooh, it's real bad over there. Um, so I think there were human trafficking people to be tested on. And something got out. And we're living in the aftermath of it now. That's that's what I believe. Um, but meanwhile, check out this video. This election is a very important election, not just for Democrats, but also for Republicans, also for independents and anyone who cares about the United States of America. There is a MAGA Republican agenda that gives no consideration to the rule of law, that has no respect for a woman's right to choose, that wants to defund the FBI. There is a MAGA Republican agenda that thought that it was okay to attack our nation's capital on, on, on January 6th. I think people will think of all of these things um, when they go to the ballot box, no matter what their party affiliation, affiliation is. And, and I think that they will vote accordingly. You're laughing at that shit too, right? First of all, they started doing the MAGA Republicans. So they're going to try and divide. So there's certain Republicans that are not MAGA Republicans, which are what? The elected ones? I guess, apparently. Because no actual MAGA people, anybody who's actually making America great again, got in fucking office. We got a bunch of shills. Would you mean somebody who happened to get elected in the red surge after Trump? Does that mean that they're MAGA? That they're making America great again? No. What this is, is a gaslight trying to get you to believe that there's such a thing as MAGA Republicans actually in the party. MAGA Republicans are the people on the street who never voted Republican before Trump, okay? They're not, most of them are not fucking registered Republicans. They voted for a Republican named Donald J. Trump. They did not pay attention to everybody else's everything. Most of them, they know they like Trump. So they're talking about Trumpers specifically. And again, they're trying to, Sweep that up into the uniparty thing and say, represent those as all Republicans. No, those are people who voted for a Republican. Not the same thing as being members of the Republican Party. There's that. Okay. Also, then she says, respect the rule of law. The only law that they're supposed to be in this motherfucker is the Constitution. Y'all do not respect that shit at all. You fucking Democrats and you fucking Republicans as well. They just do it on different topics. And then she says, oh, there is a mega Republican. They don't respect the woman's right to choose. The right You mean the right to choose to kill somebody, right? Because you're not talking about, because I can choose anything right now. I'm going to choose to grab a lighter. I chose to do that. 
I'm going to choose to wave my hands in the air. I'm going to choose to dance because I'm a woman. See, the fucking point is women have a right to choose already. What you're talking about is a right to choose to kill somebody else. There's some fucking little bit of debate there. You can't just throw that out there and say woman's right to choose because women have right to choose on just about every fucking thing. Okay. Um, now, and then, and then she says, people who want to defund the FBI. Now, I'm starting to feel like this bitch is talking about me specifically, okay? Because there ain't no motherfucking Republicans in office that are out there saying all this shit. Don't respect the law. Uh, it's okay to attack on January 6th. Defund the FBI. Nigga, that's me. That ain't the motherfucking MAGA Republicans, bitch. Come and say that shit to my face, okay? I'd like to see one fucking Republican in office who said any of that shit. That's a fucking gaslight right there. You got Patch McCain, I mean, Crenshaw, standing with fucking Azov guys, taking pictures, talking about we need to fund the fucking Ukraine. Defund the Ukraine. Defund the FBI as well. Defund all this bullshit. But, I mean, I swear, it's not like she was talking about me, right? Like, she totally is acting like there's some Republicans in office who are hardcore as fuck. And you know there are not. The ones who are the most MAGA are the ones who don't know shit about fucking politics, all right? And they just voted for Trump, and then they got in on a Trump wave because people in their district also like Trump, and they said they like Trump, and we all just like Trump together, right? I don't know shit about politics, but I like Trump. That's cool, right? You like Trump? I like Trump. You like Trump. That was what fucking happened right there with, like, uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene, for example. She doesn't know shit about politics. She doesn't. She has... It, in her heart that she's a Christian and she respected what Donald Trump was talking about, but she's not really that deep in Republican politics. She's not that deep on, on, on any type of understanding. She thought that Christian nationalism was when a Christian is an American nationalist. And she went on fucking media and TV and said this. Christian nationalism is nationalism within the Christian community. The Christian community is international. Christian nationalism is nationalism for Christians, just like Jewish nationalism is nationalism among and for Jews. Jewish nationalism wouldn't be, I'm a Jew and I'm an American nationalist. American nationalism is specifically called American nationalism, not Christian nationalism. So she's dumb as shit. You got fucking Lauren Boebert with her cringe tweets that Democrats apparently have no context for. And she just kind of goes along into, so we got a bunch of people who after Trump left, they're just floundering. I guess that's who they call them, the MAGA Republicans, right? The people who don't really believe in what she just said, but she can associate them with that in her mind because they're associated with Trump in her mind, whether they've ever met Trump or not. And I want to talk a little bit about that, the uh, dysphemisms that they use to make something sound 
scary or bad or just completely different. Um, and the gaslight of the assumed guilt by association. Just because I believe something, let's say I believe, well, let's, let's try and make it as, as outside of normal politics as possible. Let's say I like mint flavored hemp cigarettes, right? These are CBD, right? So let's say I like mint flavored and let's just pretend that this is another flavor and this is regular. Now I like mint, but this other person likes regular. So this person who likes regular says, well, you like mint? <laughs> My ex-boyfriend like mint, he's a rapist. You must like rape. That's what we're dealing with now, basically. Like, oh, someone I knew had similar beliefs or someone I knew of. It doesn't even have to be someone they knew personally. Someone they knew of has similar belief. On a, it, it doesn't even have to be beliefs in general. It can be even just on a specific topic. And now these people nowadays want to associate you with that person because you share one opinion with and it's like, has this previously worked? Is that has that made sense in the past? Like, oh well, you know, Hitler wore shoes. You can't wear shoes, you know. Hitler Hitler wore shoes. You're gonna be like Hitler if you wear shoes. I mean, that's what we've come down to. Anything that Hitler did um, doesn't have to be directly related to National Socialist policy or the Nazis or anything. But if Hitler did it, we can do it. And it's like, well, Hitler breathed fucking air. Are we supposed to stop breathing fucking air too? You know, uh, if you eat pheasant, are you like Hitler? Because Hitler ate pheasant. They say some dumb shit, guys. They say some really, really dumb shit. Uh, I have a guy that's like stalking me on Twitter. He's from Illinois actually. And he's super fucking crazy. And he keeps calling me a mega Republican. Uh, and what I found out about the guy is that he is ex-military and a corrections officer. And he's a Democrat. So he's damaged, right? And that's what I think is most of these people's problem. They are mentally damaged and they're like taking it out on whatever represents their trauma. So like, we're not even talking about politics anymore, are we? We're not talking about policy. We're not talking about ideas. We're specifically talking about feelings now. And we don't need to be talking about feelings. You know why? Because fuck your feelings, number one. And number two, because feelings change. Feelings are arbitrary. Feelings are not intellectual. And what we need to have is an intellectual discussion. But yeah, everybody keeps getting wrapped up in a bunch of fucking feelings, you know? And I can appreciate when we're talking about certain things that emotions will come up, right? Like war, there's death. Abortion, there's death. Like these things can become emotional topics. So it's not like I'm not saying be a robot and don't have any feelings about it. 
But when we bring the emotion into the debate, that's where the problem starts. We have a problem with debating in this country. And maybe it's because I'm former uh, National Forensic League, or also known as the Speech and Debate Association now. Uh, but I do believe in actual debate procedure. I think that it works. I think parliamentary procedure uh, is probably one of the smartest designs for a open forum type of conversation that humanity has ever come up with. Uh, the Lincoln-Douglas format of debate is, I think, almost infallible. Um, but we cannot do any type of debates if we don't have ground rules that say, hey, look, we're talking about these topics. We are not talking about your feelings. We're not talking about emotions and well, I just got so upset by this that I decided to do some ridiculous totalitarian policy. And that's, I think, what we're dealing with a lot is that just like in the COVID thing, we let people get emotional and then, oh, we can break the rules because this is a special situation. And that's where the problem comes in, because what the fuck is the point of a rule if you can break it in a special situation? Um, because pretty soon every situation becomes special, right? When we're talking about like, oh, well, we don't lock people down in America. We don't tell you that you can close or open your business. A certain, But now we do because there's a virus and it's a special situation. It's an emergency. Well, what's to stop the government from declaring a new emergency every week once they realize that you'll comply under emergency? And that's what's been going on since the COVID shit. I mean, after the masks, it was the vaccines. After the vaccines, it was the mandates for the vaccines. After the mandates for the vaccines, it was the demonization for the people who didn't want to obey the mandates and the harsh reality of losing your job or 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 the, the economic impact of the mandates and then it was monkeypox but that shit didn't sell so they took that off the shelves real quick they're like well this is not selling it's only only gays are buying this so maybe their idea was always oh, we try to make everybody gay and they'll buy our bullshit or something like no like just because they're gay doesn't mean they're fucking retarded, you know? It <laughs> doesn't mean they're complete idiots. Government, you know? And, uh, and then I started thinking about how crazy it was, since it was a special situation, that people who normally, I thought anyway, were smart enough to know better to not trust the fucking government. Well, we're going to listen to the government in this case because it's an emergency. It's a special situation. I normally don't listen to the government, but, you know, this is a special situation. These motherfucking situations just keep getting more and more special, don't they? More and more special. This is a special situation now, too. Now, we uh, normally, uh, you know, are against Nazis. But since they're fighting for Ukraine, it's a special situation, <laughs> you see. 
We, you know, punch a Nazi in the face. We got to stop Trump's fascism. Uh, you know, racism is is the end of 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 all things. Black lives matter, but never mind that. We got to send money to these Nazis because they're fighting the Russians, who are the real Nazis of today. Huh? The motherfucking Ukrainian military is full of neo-Nazis. They got Nazi tattoos. They got Nazi names of their squadrons. This is not fucking debatable, all right? You go on blog.fightwing.com. You can see plenty of pictures, and you can look at my blog post about it. It's titled, we need to stop, it says stop overlooking the Ukrainian military's neo-Nazi problem. Do I believe that all Ukrainian citizens are neo-Nazis? No, but neo-Nazis have become extremely powerful in their country to the point where they can have fucking parades in the street and regular people who are not Nazis in Ukraine can't stop them. Is that what we're funding? Yes, that's what we're funding. Because we're not sending money to the citizens of the Ukraine. We're sending money to the fucking government, the military, who are Nazis. They're fucking Nazis. And you're going to tell me, oh, well, they got a Jewish figurehead as a president. First of all, press X to doubt on that. I've never seen him say anything Jewish. As a matter of fact, I've seen him dress up in a costume making fun of Hasidic Jews with a wig with fucking curls of hair coming down and a funny hat. I've seen him play Hava Nagila with his penis on a piano, which is highly disrespectful considering the Hava Nagila is a piyut. It's not a uh, a party song, it's a religious praise song and you're playing it with your dick. Shonda. Okay. Uh, so, I don't know how Jewish Zelensky is, but he doesn't have much respect uh, for traditional Jewish culture. I know that much. And I hate to say it, but there were fucking capos under Hitler. There were Jews Sonder Commandos, Capos, Judenrat. There's three different names right there. Three different types of fucking Jews that worked with the Nazis. It'd be your own fucking people, man. I don't even want to start red-pilling you on how the fucking Zionists let the fucking Holocaust go on without happening in order to fucking facilitate immigration to the new state of Israel. Uh, but you can look up uh, Hanania Weissman uh, Rumble, and he has some interviews about that. Um, so in reality, the fact that this guy is supposedly Jewish doesn't say anything to me because he's not a religious Jew. He is not, he does not observe anything. I don't know if the guy's circumcised even or what, but regardless of all that, it's not it doesn't just write him off. Well, he's Jewish. Okay. And let's presume that he actually is ethnically Jewish. What difference does it make if he doesn't respect our culture, if he doesn't respect the religion, and he pals around with literal 
swastika-tattooed Nazi motherfuckers. I really don't care if you're Jewish, if you pal around with swastika-tattooed Nazi motherfuckers. Cry about it. Deal with it. I just, I really don't give a fuck. You're not that Jewish to me. Sorry, bro. Um, these people were shelling fucking Donbass for eight years, and then you got a million people decide to troll me and tell me that Russia started the war. I guess shelling doesn't count as a war when it's your own citizens who are ethnic minorities. I suppose that's how this they figure that it wasn't already a war. But I'm pretty sure it was a fucking war. The fact that the fucking Donbass guys had to form militias to defend themselves, make their own flag, that red, black, and blue flag that they had. It sounds like a fucking war to me. It sounds like a war has been going on since the Maidan protests. Um, and if you don't know what that is, why are you fucking arguing with me about this stuff? I've been paying attention to this stuff for nine years. The Ukraine is corrupt. Most European countries are corrupt. Most governments are corrupt. Excuse me. All governments are corrupt. Um, and we should not be sending a, a dime of foreign aid anywhere. But if we are going to send foreign aid, we definitely don't need to be sending it for people to have a fucking war with. If we're sending foreign aid, you know, in my opinion, foreign aid should only be in the form of trade. That's the only foreign interactions we need to have. If we trade with these countries, their economy gets better, our economy gets better, then you helped each other out. Why all this under-the-table deals about, well, we're going to put money in your military and we're going to send you these weapons and all? No, 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 no. We make things in America, and we should function as America is set to function in the Constitution. And if other people say, oh, the Americans are making some great stuff, they can go ahead and buy it from us. If we look over there and say, oh, the Ukrainians are making some great stuff, we buy it from them. Not that anything is made in the fucking Ukraine, but if there was, we would probably be buying it from them, right? I mean, what, wheat. We could, uh, you know, maybe, I think we got some matzos from Ukraine one time. Uh, but other than that, I mean, yeah, we're, we're not getting a lot of stuff from there. So, like, why... Would we give American tax dollars to any of this shit? I just can't. I can't understand it. I can't understand why someone who thinks that they love America wants to send money to a bunch of fucking Nazis overseas. And you got people on the uh, social media stuff calling people who don't want to fund the Ukraine war effort traitors. Traitors? When did the fucking Ukraine become a United States state? Hmm? Are they the 51st state I'd hear about? They, they snakes Puerto Rico and uh, Washington, D.C. and all these other dickheads who want to be the 51st state? It was Ukraine? They're not a protectorate, and I don't want them to be. 
They have nothing at all to fucking do with us other than a bunch of corrupt politicians, rich people going over there, fucking around and acting like their country is a playland, which I'm sure is uh, much at the behest of the local <laughs> residents. Um, but this is really turning into a uniparty joke. There are not two ruling parties. There is one ruling party and they just sit on the opposite sides of the aisle from each other. They just break it in half. They say, well, that's the left side of this party and this is the right side of this party. But in reality, they're both in the fucking center. Liberals are not left wing. Conservatives are not right wing. These are all within the realm of the center. Uh, just wanted to remind you guys of that. But I'm going to go ahead and uh, wrap it up for tonight's stream. But really, it's just such a fucking gaslight out there for them to even act like there's a choice. You know, this it's this illusion of choice where they go, well, you can pick a Democrat or you can pick a Republican. I encourage people to write in independent candidates everywhere, not just in my district 17, because I'm running for Congress. I want independent thought. I want original thoughts. I want to hear some fucking people's actual real ideas, not the same old bullshit. Like I said in, in, in the debate um, ejection video, it's not these people who represent us. Regular people represent regular people. If you're representing the DNC or the GOP, that's who you're representing. You're not representing the constituents in your district. You're going in there and filling a space that says you're representing them, but you are not representing their values, their wants, and their needs. You are representing party positions parroted down from some asshole like Brian Priebus or somebody uh, in Washington or Don Bazile or somebody, you know, like they're just telling you what to say and you're saying it. So why would I fucking want to vote for you? The fuck? You're literally a parrot, an empty fucking suit, all of you. Until I hear an original thought, like some sort of policy idea that just doesn't go with the same old bullshit status quo, I'm going to continue to say that there is a uniparty and they don't have original thoughts. These are fucking automatons. It's a stretch to even really call the government at this point human. They're barely human. They lord over us, take our money, and use it to go kill people. Literally, including us. Going to take a break here, and then I'll wrap it up after the commercial break. Are you tired of being bullied for having a whack-ass, boring wardrobe? Answer is simple. Get some style. Stop dressing like a chump. Get you some stylish gear from Fight League. T-shirts, sweatshirts, stickers, and much, much more. 
Merch.fightweek.com Look around and get rid of that whack-ass t-shirt you're wearing. You know you want to join the cool kids, gang? Fightwing.com now! So, I hope you enjoyed that uh, clever commercial, and I hope you do go to merch.fightwing.com in order to purchase some awesome Fightwing t-shirts. And speaking of Fightwing, we're going to have a little bit of an upgrade on the weekly live stream. This will no longer just be the Natasha Divine show. This will be Fightwing TV featuring your host, Natasha Divine. What will be happening is that we're going to get some other people involved. You know how Alex Jones started out and he was like, Alex Jones, right? And then he started adding other people. Okay, it's InfoWars. It's like a whole crew of people, right? So we're going to kind of do something like that, but we're not, you know, on uh, steroids. <laughs> we're not crazy. Uh, screaming and having a heart attack in front of the camera every night uh, like he is. But by the way, as an aside, do you know that they're making Alex Jones pay a fucking billion dollars on this fucking Sandy Hook case? That's fucking ridiculous. As much as I roast Alex Jones and everything, that is not cool. Fuck you, government. Fuck you for that. No damn well that nigga don't have no motherfucking billion dollars. Anyway, but it's going to be Fight Wing TV, and I will still be the primary host, of course, but we're going to add in some other segments, get some of the other Fight Wingers in here, and, uh, you know, they can contribute from time to time. And I thought that uh, having them contribute under just the name, the Natasha Divine Show, was a little bit pretentious, because at that point, other people are helping. It's not just the Natasha Divine Show, right? So, I mean... So uh, Fight Week TV starting next week, folks. All right. And, uh, of course, none of the whole halls called. No NAFO, NAFO, whatever, barking dogs or whatever. None of these fucking dickheads came in here, gave a call. I actually had put my personal, the regular Fight Wing phone line. On Twitter all day, didn't get a single call. Actually, we put it yesterday, 708-824-7769. Nobody called. Because, as I said, they don't fucking speak English. They're using online translators. They type in some stuff, and then they copy and paste to fuck with you on Twitter. So there you go. And now I can go back on after this and... Hey, I told you guys, if you had some fucking pro-Ukraine shit to tell me, give a call. I'll have you on the air. Nobody called. There you go. Good night, folks. I hope you enjoy the rest of your week. Um, I will see you on Monday. And uh, try your hardest to fucking stay free. Too. Watching all the letters melt away The fight is getting hotter every day Soon 